Hello, everyone, and welcome to Design and Style, a podcast by designers for designers. My name is Dixie Willard from Dixie Willard Design, and my lovely effervescent, as always, co-host is Rachel Moriarty with Rachel Moriarty Interiors. And today we have our very first guest, and we are so excited. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Veronica. Hi, everybody. I'm Veronica Solomon, and I run a little firm called Casa Valora Interiors in Katy, Texas. In case you're wondering where Katy, Texas is, it's in Houston. And I've um, been a designer now for about 10 years, and I absolutely love design, love the business of design, and uh, met my wonderful Rachel here, and of course, Dixie, on my adventures online through social media. And so I am here today to um, kind of talk to these ladies and share some of my my knowledge with you guys exactly yep. we're super excited and before we go much further for those of you who are listening to us on iTunes we actually or SoundCloud we actually have a video that goes along with this you can check us out on YouTube or probably the easiest thing to do would be to head over to our website which is designandstyle.club not .com but .club and uh, that's where we're gonna put the show notes too awesome so today, May the 4th be with you. We yes. are recording. It's May 4th. And we're also following up on an episode we did a month ago about hobbies. If you haven't, oh, and I've got some really bad news. I do too. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so I, okay, now I did bring some, some visuals for the YouTubers here. I so I talked about one of my things being adult coloring, right? And mm -hmm. so I did actually get my stuff out. It was pretty packed away. Um, I did do one day, of course, it was like right after I was totally like, I'm going to do this, right? Um, but it didn't stick. It didn't stick. And I found myself going to Hobby Lobby and be like, I need a hobby. I need a hobby. <laughs> So I went into and I was like, I'm pretty sure by the, by May 4th, I can get, I can get a hook and I can get some yarn and I'm pretty sure I can crochet something like a, a flower. I'm sure. Yeah, that's a hobby, you know? And so I still don't have a hobby. Oh no. So I want to ask, cause I know Veronica Solomon really well. Veronica and Solomon, it's weird that you can know somebody really well and just mm -hmm. be friends with them online. Although we have met in person twice. Um, That's more than different. even you and I have ever done. I know. I've never <laughs> met Dixie in person. That. <laughs> I know. Um, it, and Veronica and I tend to do things at the same times, late at night and early mornings. Mm -hmm. And so I think I have an idea that what her answer is going to be. But Veronica Solomon, do you have a hobby or not? I don't. I don't <laughs> have a hobby, which is kind of sad, I think, a little bit. But I mean, my business, it does take a lot of time to do what we do. And I enjoy doing certain things in my business. So I consider them hobbies, actually, like the marketing so part. So do you, I feel like, and that's what I want to be like, not so hard about on myself about, mm -hmm. I feel like one of the things that I take pleasure in doing is like editing photos, 
creating ripple videos, like those things happen like outside of my normal business. You and I, Veronica, are both in bed marketers. Veronica yes. and I do most of our marketing <laughs> from our phones yes. and we create collages and mixograms and ripple videos. I do mm -hmm. all my editing on my phone. Um, so it is, I mean, that is like, I feel like that's almost my, even my image, my image is, look at me now. I, that, this is not what you're going to see on my, on my, <laughs> this is not the same look you're going to see on my feed, you know, playing with my image. Um, so I feel like that is almost in some ways my hobby. I know it's connected to my work. Mm -hmm. Isn't that one of the criteria though, Dixie? There's, you got to have a hobby that makes you money. One that makes you money. One that makes you money, one that makes you move, and one that's just pure creativity. So I think I'm just, I'm just, I don't, I'm missing that like pure creative. So I don't know if you remember, mine was painting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and I had already found a painting that I loved yes. and I was going to try. And I went out like the next day, I went to Hobby Lobby, I picked up some canvases, <laughs> some brushes, oh. a whole bunch of paint. It's still sitting in the bags on the floor in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. my daughter is a she, she's a great painter and she's like that too she'll just get in her moods and her moments and she goes out and gets a whole bunch of canvases and things uh -huh. and then two weeks later they're still sitting there yeah. untouched <laughs> yeah yeah oh we got a visitor Kitty, oh, i hope you don't start sneezing rachel's cat uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> so um veronica have you ever had See, for me, when I was a banker inside hustling as a designer, mm -hmm. that was my hobby. You know what I mean? And so, or even before that, when I wasn't getting paid to do, you know, I would go to my friend's house and do my space or whatever. And that was my hobby. That was my creative yeah. outlet. Um, have you ever had anything other than like decorating be your hobby? You know, have you ever... I mean, I used to be an, I used to love going to the movies a lot. I don't know if that's oh, considered a hobby, but I, I, so. yeah, I used me. to fall. I was so in tune to every new uh, movie that would come out and I would go almost every single weekend. And especially when my kids were little, it was yeah. a nice way for me to kind of bond with them and just do something fun on the weekends. And so, yeah, yeah so that I considered a hobby. I don't, I haven't been to the movies now in like a year. <laughs> I don't go to the movies. I know uh, Dixie has a Netflix habit. Right. Oh, Disney. do you? I mean, I my kids dirty, are dirty, dirty Netflix. Oh, <laughs> dirty, dirty. Wow, I like that. I spent literally spent the entire day Saturday in bed watching Netflix. <gasps> oh my goodness! We watched Dexter from the time we got up to the time we went to bed. <laughs> Hey, sometimes you just need to veg out like that, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, Veronica, how did you get started in design? What was your <sighs> Well, you know, I listen to other designers sometimes and it's always like, oh, when I was a kid, I used to do this and do that. And honestly, it was not that way for me. Yeah. I grew up in Jamaica and um, the concept of interior design was completely, completely foreign to us. Right. And right. so um, I moved here to the United States when I was, um, I was, how old was I? I don't remember, but it was about 24 years ago. So maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so anyways, um, I, you know, I immediately had a baby, and so I stayed home with my daughter, and um, AGTV was the thing to pass time, and, you know, when the baby's sleeping, that's what I would do. I'd watch what AGTV. year was that? What, what year did you That was 1996, I think. Okay. 
Yeah. yeah. And um, so I'd watch it all day long. And this is back in the day when um, AGTV had really good Decorating. programs on. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. I remember one in particular, Sherry Hiller and Matt Fox on um, Room by Room. Room and by then, Room. Oh, my gosh. That lady taught me how to mix patterns. And yes. <laughs> that's where my love came from. But anyways, so I'd watch it like all day long. And so that's when I realized that, oh, my gosh, there's something in me that's like really churning. And I really connected with what was going on. And so I, uh, I did my first little apartment. It was a one-bedroom apartment. And, oh, my gosh, people would come by there and just like, oh my, where did you even get money to do this? I mean, a lot of the stuff came from the dollar store. DIY. <laughs> DIY dollar yep, store yep. stuff. And um, I just started just like, you know, adding to that. And eventually I just craved more knowledge. And so I subscribed to magazines, design magazines. I would, um, and then I did a course online and all that good stuff. And so it just naturally progressed into become uh, making it a career. Um, I moved here to Texas uh, maybe about 12 years ago and um, lost my job shortly afterwards and then had to really make it a career. Like I have to start a business now because nobody's hired me. So that's really how it all came about. Wow. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And for anyone that's not familiar, I can't imagine anyone in the design and style circle that isn't familiar with uh, Veronica Solomon because we're, we're pretty closely aligned. Yeah. Um, but Veronica is a solo firm. Um, I don't know if you're, you've grown a little bit since uh, I've seen you last, but um, mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, I think you're a solo firm by choice. You seem to like all, to do all the things about your yes. business, like I, just like I do. Mm -hmm. um, but what are some of like, what are the, some of the challenges? I mean, we can't, we can't, I always say we can't be really be a solo firm. We may be like 90% mm -hmm. of the time solo, but we have our, you know, there's no way we can do what we can, what we do. Right. Without yeah, yeah. Help. I mean, I do have my support people that I bring in, obviously, like my contractors that I work with on a regular basis. I have somebody doing my bookkeeping now, finally. And I, I also would. have somebody, that's yes, bookkeeping, because that's what I don't like that's to do. That's huge. <laughs> yes. And, yes. Um, and the renderings, I have somebody doing my renderings now. So, but for the most part, I still enjoy doing my daily, you know, you know, operational stuff pretty much by myself and I, I kind of like it that way for now I don't know about like two years from now but um some of the challenges of obviously is just to remain to remain consistent because especially when marketing or marketing is concerned you have to you know do the blog and you have to um just really get your name out there and keep it out there and so just um maintaining that especially as you build a momentum keeping yourself relevant becomes a challenge and so that's the biggest one that I'm facing right now is just that consistency. How long have you been doing? Uh, well, her, I don't know if you know the name of her blog, Dixie. <laughs> the Naked Decorator. Uh huh. Yeah, I we like to be naked. <laughs> don't you love that? Too. Yes. So I've been doing that for uh, since 2010. I've been blogging since 2010. I still can't even believe it, but love I love blogging I love writing that's that was always a strength of my maybe that was my hobby writing oh my goodness there you go you do have a hobby <laughs> well I'm not a very good writer I, I honestly am not but I used to enjoy writing at school I won essay competitions growing, uh, when I was in high school and so I think that uh, I think that means you are good <laughs> I, I know I'm a little bit goodish kind of sort of <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so I do actually like writing my blog. It's just finding the time to do it um, these days. But I try to keep it at least once a week. 
Well, <laughs> I ha- I actually wanted to hear, I know that yeah. you have um, some nonprofit work that you do, which is always yeah, near to you, my David. heart. I would love to hear a little bit more about that. Oh, awesome. Yes. I love talking about it. Um, so <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's timely too, isn't it? It is. We have a project coming out. I hit people up for money right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> So it's called the Solomon Project. And it's not named after me, by the way. People think it's named after me. It's actually oh. named after King Solomon in the Bible. Okay. And um, there's a story there where King Solomon um, was going to split the baby in half, where the two women were fighting over the baby, if you ever read that story. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's based on. Oh, wow. um, So it's a pregnancy help ministry. And basically, it's just to come alongside young moms who have found themselves in a difficult situation with a pregnancy and um, assisting them with some of the basic needs of a baby. And we, since we do design work, we just want to make it pretty too. So we don't just want to hand them a crib and hand them, you know, a bassinet. We want to come in and just make it pretty as well. So um, I work alongside, well, I, um, I reached out to the Pregnancy Help Center, which is a ministry or a nonprofit organization here in Katy and um, they provide me with the young women that we assist and um, I I'm just sure they do oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure <laughs> they do <laughs> yes yes like Veronica you have time capacity right now well the first time I reached out to them they thought I was crazy they're like what the heck nobody calls you up and tries to give you stuff wow and so it was just this I mean I literally had to go and show my face and say, Hey, I'm not a crazy person. I'm trying to do this for real. Wow. And so, um, so this is the third one that we're on. And, um, so I'm hoping to install this one by mid June and uh, basically I just get funds from the community. I'm donated items and pretty much just get in there and do what needs to be done to get that room to look pretty. And I've seen some of the pictures. They do look very pretty. Oh, thank you very much. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I just want to ask, does, do you have a separate um, website for the Solomon Project, or is it something that, that people can find at Casa, Casa Valora? Yeah, they can go to my website, and if they go to the About tab and click on that, there's a drop-down menu, and it says Social okay. Responsibility at the bottom, and it talks about it. I have some videos in there as well that kind of showcase a couple of the ones that we've done before. Aww. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wait, little babies. You know, I love babies. I mean, I don't want any more, but I love babies. <laughs> Don't so anybody so- get the wrong idea. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but um, so, I mean, the first, the very first one I did, um, the, you know, I was supposed to install the room before the baby arrived. And of course, you know, babies don't wait on anybody. And so baby came first. And that was just, it was such a treat for me to be just there and doing the room. And the baby was in the other room. It was just wonderful. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, so most of our listeners are not only solos but they're newbies side hustlers um and junior designers which is veronica huge if you don't what is your the name of your group is what they didn't teach you in design school school, (laughs) (laughs) i love the name of that and excuse me i'm in so many groups and i find yours so valuable there is just the um, authentic conversations that happen in there. I see a lot of these same people in other groups and I don't see people uh, getting as authentic in the other mm-hmm. group. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. there's something about the way that you show up in that group. Um, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I have my new home bodies by design. I haven't been showing up as much as I thought I would be. <laughs> it is not 
easy, Veronica. So, I mean, I really applaud you. You get in there, and that is why a lot of us are in the groups. And that's why when I join a group, sometimes I leave it because that that person Mm -hmm. that created the group, they, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not just an admin thing. Like, Mm -hmm. you really want to connect with that person. And I feel like we get to connect with you Mm -hmm. in that way a lot. And so, um, you know, we are here to inspire people to, you know, that they can do this solo thing, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not, um, it doesn't make you any lesser of a designer, you know, and for, and for me, it's a season of life right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to keep intentional about, um, how much I can take on so that I can drop my daughter off at 845 and pick her Mm -hmm. up at three. And, um, you know, do you have anything for anyone that's just starting that design path? Mm -hmm. I know you have more than (laughs) (laughs) I have, (laughs) but what would you say to, you know, if there's this, I remember when I was side hustling, it just seemed like so much when you look at, you know, look at the three of us, we are weekly bloggers, mm-hmm. we have a, you know, a podcast, we're mm-hmm. putting out projects and marketing, and we're on these platforms. What would you say to like that person just whether they're just thinking of starting out, or they're maybe starting to side hustle a little bit? Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of advice would you give them? You know, the biggest advice it, to me right now is the mindset is to set your mind to, to, to be a successful designer. Because you could go out and get all the education that you, you can possibly get. You can get all the resources in front of you, everything. But if you don't have the right mindset, honestly, and a lot of it, confidence. You, you really need that confidence Ooh, to, yes. to sit down in front of a client and, and convince them that you are the right person for the job. So I know it's hard to come by. I mean, it, it sounds like cliche almost to say, just get some confidence and go out there and do it. But it's, it's something that you have to really develop and practice in front of the mirror. I, I used to do that. Stand in front of the mirror and talk to myself about how I'm going to talk to this customer. And um, so just um, having your mindset on success and um, getting the right you know, getting the right groups, for example, getting the right people, um, connecting with the right people, and having that confidence to talk to clients and to to um, focus mo- mostly on the business side of design. Because really, I mean, we, we, we're creative, we're born that way. But if you're not running your business like it's a business, then it's it's a recipe for disaster. So so those are the things I would tell somebody starting out, you know, focus on the on confidence, mindset and the business part of design. That is so smart. Because they really don't teach you that <laughs> right. in design right. school. They don't. And that's why I became so very passionate about the group that I started. Um, I was in another group and I, it, it, I don't know, I don't even understand how it was happening, but uh, people would ask a question and from nowhere, I mean, my, immediately I'd be like, oh my gosh, I know the answer to that. Because I was experimenting and trying and doing these same things in my business. And I was so eager to share it because, oh my gosh, I just totally tried this and it worked. You guys try this too, you know? And so all of a sudden it just developed in me and I just got this really strong passion to share this information, whatever I was trying to do for myself. And so when I started my own group, it just kind of grew from there. It's all something that I've 
feel deep down inside that I want to offer something to somebody else who I don't want people to go through what I went through. Let's just say that because I went through years of struggle to get to the point I'm at right now. And um, if I can save somebody else all of that, it's a beautiful world. Let me tell you. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) You know, that's what I try to tell people. I mean, I, I would tell Rachel in 2000, you know, I was in finance in 2014 still when I started side hustling this iteration of my business. And if I were to talk to her, you know, I have even suggested to people in your group to take those mentoring sessions with you Mm -hmm. because you are so knowledgeable on the business. You make no, um, you have no problem talking about profitability side of it. Um, And, you know, I think there is something about artists and creators right. that for some reason it, it's a, it, they keep a hobby mentality. About mm-hmm. it. Right. Right. You no. Know? And go, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, that's okay. And it's true because that's when I saw my business turn the corner. I saw that, Oh my gosh, when I started to focus on money and um, we make money out to be this really bad thing. Nobody wants to talk about money because it's just like, Oh, the big white elephant in the room. But um, I know that's why I get up every morning because I want to put some money in my bank account that day. And so you, you want to have a heart for what you're doing. Obviously you want to have integrity. You want to, you want to have all those things, but there's nothing wrong in trying to make a profit. And so that's my whole goal is to teach um, these youngsters, these young designers, how to do that, um, how to kind of set their, their, their thoughts on how can I be most profitable in my business. And um, a lot of it is, you know, like you said, as creatives, we think that, Oh, you know, that's not worth anything. I don't want to charge for that because it's, it's my passion. You can charge for your passion. You can get paid well for your passion. Absolutely. And I mean, Dixie and I have talked about it. Uh, You know, I would tell a designer just starting out there, um, and we have before on this this, um, podcast, that um, you have to find a bigger why. You know, for me, I, I can go back and really focus on that promise I made to my family when I left the you know, finance industry. Um, Dixie, uh, she's in a different season, you know, she could not work if she wanted to, but her why is similar. Actually, her why is the more money she makes, the more money she can give to the charities that she supports, mm-hmm. the Restoration right. House. And so uh, you have to find that, that why to motivate you to earn that money, whether it be to the more you earn, the more you can give mm-hmm. or, you know, to feed your family or to mm-hmm. feed yourself or, you know, whatever it is, but there's got to be a bigger, right. it really has to be a bigger reason behind it. Right. Yeah. I know for me, it started out when I, you know, became a single mom, you know, my, my husband passed away 11 years ago and all of a sudden I'm raising two kids on my own. I mean, that was not the plan. The, the plan was to, you know, have a two income household. Mm-hmm. And so now it was up to me to provide the same lifestyle um, for my kids and make sure that, you know, we didn't go hungry. <laughs> and so it, it took me a while to kind of get that momentum and get into that mindset that, oh my gosh, I, I need to do this for real. But I eventually got it and know that, you know, my kids are going to be okay. Their colleges are paid for and, you know, things are going to be fine. So, you know, you have to know that what that why is. Why are you doing what you're doing? And that is what motivates you. Yeah. Food in your kids, a roof over your kid's head and food in their bellies. It's pretty motivating. Oh, it's pretty powerful. <laughs> That's right. 
Dix, anything else you want to add? Oh, well, I've, I've seen pictures of your children and they are beautiful. Oh, right? thank you very much. Yes, they're all grown up now. Well, almost, but. I'm <laughs> in that same children. spot. <laughs> How old are your kids? Mine are 21 and 24. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I have a 20-year-old now and 15. So, yeah, I'm catching up to you there. <laughs> Dixie's about, she's just about to expand her solo firm. Her daughter's actually coming in a week, a week or two, 10 days. Yeah. End of the oh, month. oh well, that's the other one. But oh, that's the other one. Oh, I, I'm month. going to be hiring my older daughter as my office manager. Oh, very nice. I'm very I'm much trying, looking forward to that. I've been trying to get my daughter into because she's she's a creative as well, but she just does not seem mm -hmm. to have any interest in design. But we'll we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, I think that wraps everything up, Veronica. Thank you so much. Um, we were. We will put notes for uh, Veronica's Casa Valora. Do you have two websites now? So I have three websites. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like two is never enough, right? Okay, so there's CasaValoraInteriors.com. So that's my main website where you can find my portfolio and information about my ministry. And then there's VeronicaSolomon.com. And it's kind of like a, just a land, landing page for where you can find everything about me. So it's all about oh. me on that page. <laughs> okay, then what could possibly be the third one? <laughs> and then it's veronicasolomon.design, which is a mentorship website for um, the students and the you know, young designers that I work with. Which is perfect for anyone listening uh -huh. that would like to mentor yes. under Miss Veronica, Miss V. Saul. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> It's like J-Lo. Yes, exactly. exactly. Well, thank you, Veronica, for being our first guest. We so appreciate having you. Oh, thank you, you guys, for inviting me. It's been a pleasure, and I hope you guys have me back. I'd love to come back one day. Absolutely. <laughs> anytime, anytime. And if you definitely want to um, help Veronica with her upcoming, there, still, there still will be time. Is there like a just a pay button or a donate button, or how does that work on your... Yes, yeah, so if you go to that um, page that I um, mentioned earlier, yeah, the about. Yeah, so if you go to the middle of the page, there is a payment button where you can click to donate. Perfect. Awesome. Make it easy. Make yes, it easy. Very easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Thanks, Veronica. Thanks for being our first guest today on Design and Style. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.